0: Welcome to Saturday Vibes, Saturday Vibes, Saturday Vibes. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to remain in the positive mind frame, but we also speak out on injustices and ways to affect change positively. We encourage you to speak out and use your voice and platform to affect positive change today do you want to become a CWP VIP? I mean who doesn't? you'll get your business or product advertised for an entire month right here on Cooking With Positivity and you get social media posts and video to accompany your promo it's a no-brainer guys hit us up myself Lisa Deshawn or Kimberly Biggs if you're interested in becoming a CWP VIP and we'll get your business and products out there Are you looking for some positive energy and some positive vibes with great affirmations as well as surviving Monday tips? Be sure to tune in right here on Cooking with Positivity for our Mondays and You episodes where we give you all the inspiration and all the positive energy you'll need to make it through the week.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. Normally, I would do our intro, but it is Saturday. We are Saturday vibing. No intro necessary. This is going to be live conversations with my family and friends about everyday things we talk about, but just making it privy to you guys. Now, this Saturday... I am sitting here with my daughter, Royal. Royal, say hi to the people. Hi. And we are talking about horror villains based on their Zodiac. Now, I don't know if you guys seen the post, but we posted up the actual live villains, and we posted up, the list of live villains and as you know Halloween is coming up so most of us are going to be watching these live villains either all month long or you're going to be watching on Halloween. So we decided to break it down And go with the live villains. Now, Royal, do you agree with your horror villain based on your Zodiac? Royal is a Sagittarius, everybody. I'm
0: not sure.
1: You're not sure? Okay. Now, we all have our favorite horror villains. Who is your favorite horror villain? Michael. Michael Myers. And why, of all the horror villains, (laughs) Michael Myers is your favorite. He can breathe underwater. They all can breathe underwater to some extent, right? I don't know any. Michael Myers doesn't live underwater, does he? No, not from what I understand. Are we talking about Jason? Wait, okay, wait. Are we talking about Jason? Because we're talking about Jason, Jason doesn't live underwater either. Remember, they drowned him at summer camp. That's why he came to kill everybody at summer camp. Michael Myers is trying to kill his sister forever. I don't know why. I don't know why. Strangely. But let's break it down let's go over the list let's go let's start i'm i'm looking for the list guys try to get the list so bear with us we're having a little technical difficulties And, Royal, what was your your horror villain?
0: Pinhead.
1: Pinhead. Now, have you ever heard of Pinhead before? No. No. (laughs) It is a generational thing. I think Pinhead is in your grandmother's generation, not so much your generation. And I don't think Pinhead continued, you know, As far as... things just now. Now. Uh-oh. Did I knock that? All right. Let's break it down, folks. First up on our hard list, give me a second, is Freddy Krueger, no, Chucky, as an Aries, Charles Lee Ray. Now, Chucky is a hot-headed, rage-filled little killer who slashes first and figures out what to do with the bodies later. In short, Charles Lee Ray is a typical Aries. Those who belong to the first sign of the Zodiac are proud, impulsive, and absolutely do not plan ahead. And that's exactly the kind of energy you'd expect from a killer who magically transfers their soul into a doll while bleeding out in a toy store. What are the consequences of the ritual? Are there rules to follow? Will Charles Lee Ray's murderous conscious be trapped in this pint-sized plastic vessel forever? Those are exactly the kind of forward-thinking details Chucky doesn't have time for. Now, if you are listening, do you agree And, Royal, do you agree that Chucky is a typical Aries? I think you do know. We'll come back to that because I think you do know an Aries. You just don't know that they're Aries. All right. In typical Aries fashion. The Child's Franchise matches the chaotic energy of its anti jumping tonally from a typical 80s slasher to campy comedy, then back to its serious roots yet again. But hey, Aries don't do well when they're bored, and neither does Shucky. So we're sure the changes of pace sit fine with him. Those born between March 21st and April 19th do what they want in their own way. Throwing themselves at the world without fear or trepidation. Chucky is a lot of things. Irritable, wisecracking, a showboat, but he's not a coward. And like most Aries, Chucky and his foul mouth have absolutely no filter. So kids, if you see a mean looking redheaded doll out there, cover your ears and call the cops. Now, these are this list is provided to you by Looper. I did not make this list up. We just searched it up. Now, moving on, next on our list is the Blob. Now, the Blob is a tourist. For all you tourists out there, if you have any issues, contact Looper. Again, I didn't create this list. Now, hailing from the vast reaches of outer space, the Blob crash lands on planet Earth with one objective, to cuddle. The moment it ride, a smoldering meteorite cracks open. The blob just wants to envelop every living thing in sight. The typical tourist seeks to be surrounded by lots and lots of comforting things, and that's precisely what the blob is all about, consuming as many warm bodies as possible. At the end of the day, like a good Taurus, the blob is a homebody in sofa as their body is a home for the shrinking, deonizing of small-town America. Now, you know a Taurus. Your uncle's a Taurus. Do you agree that your uncle is the blob? Oh, gosh. That sounds horrible. Half of it, which half? The first part about being surrounded by things, comforting things. All right. Taurus is a very tactile time, a tender soul who enjoys the sensualities of touch. And just like those born between April 20th and May 20th, the blob is all about enveloping the world in its ooey gooey embrace. Like most Tauruses, the blob is stubborn and won't take no, or, oh God, please don't eat me, for an answer. A door is in the way, no problem, the blob will ooze right under it. An unexpected victim is doing the dishes, no big deal the blob will squeeze through their pipes and get a good meal. Once set in motion, nothing can stop the stubborn blob. Well, nothing except big changes. A consummate tourist, the blob is yet is set in its ways almost to a fall. And as seen in both Of its cinematic outings, one of the few ways to defeat this alien pile of goop is to suddenly lower the thermostat. We absolutely do not recommend trying this out on an unassuming tourist in your life. Don't try to melt the tourists in your life, people. It doesn't work. They just get all sweaty. And nobody wants that. Now we move on to one of my favorite villains, Freddy Krueger, who shows up as a Gemini
0: on this list.
1: Now, Freddy is charismatic, quick-witted, could talk to a brick wall should the need arise. Sounds like Freddy Krueger to us, like Gemini individuals born between May 22nd And June 21st, the wisecracking villain of a Nightmare on Elm Street franchise is one-man party. Other slasher villains may be satisfied with a simple machete or a kitchen knife. But for Freddy, every kill is an opportunity to put on a show. And with the ability to enter the dreams of teenagers, a Gemini like Freddie can really let his creativity and diverse interests shine. Whether it's using the syringe fingers to attack someone recovering from addiction, that was dream warriors. Or force feeding an inspiring model to death, that was the dream child. Freddy may be sadistic, but he's never one node. That's more miraculous than a shape shifting dream deeming. Nothing, that's what. Right. So, Royal, do you agree that Freddy Krueger is a Gemini? Do you know any Geminis? No, because I mean, you know who I know, and it's only a few zodiacs. I don't think Gemini's in there. No, <laughs> but have you seen Freddy Krueger? Do you do you agree with their synopsis? No. Okay. As the franchise progressed. And we learn more and more about Freddy's tragic backstory. It's clear that, like many Geminis, Freddy uses humor as a crutch. Geminis have a ferocious, mile-a-minute mind. And clearly, Freddy is having the time of his afterlife, coming up with all manner of deranged ways to carry on his child killer legacy from beyond the grave. A Gemini's biggest fear is having to stop, slow down and be alone with their own thoughts. Fittingly, one of the few surefire ways to weaken Freddy is to yank him back to reality or stop paying attention to him altogether, which would be a nightmare for any self-respecting Gemini. Now, Okay, so if you don't think he's a Gemini, what Zodiac sign would you think Freddy would be? I know know my thoughts, but I want to know your thoughts. What what Zodiac sign do you think he would be? A Taurus? That's what I was thinking too. It sounds more like a Taurus than a Gemini. Now we're going to move on to Leatherface. Ooh we Leatherface shows up as a cancer on this list. Now we know cancers. We know quite a few cancers. Now why you might not expect a hardened, murder happy, horror villain to patronize family life, one changeful wilding maniac absolutely fits the bill. For Leatherface the consummate villain of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Home and family is everything. And just like those born between June 21st and July 22nd, this Texas-born mass murderer is all about that domestic life. Sure. Home. But Leatherface may include a disconcentrating amount of bone-related art and crafts and slaughterhouse paraphernalia. But there's no denying it. Any slasher villain who finds time to host his final girl at a family dinner is a bona fide cancer. Alright. <laughs> now, do you agree with that, Rory? Family oriented? I could see that. I could see. I could see that. They believe in family a whole lot. That's where us Leo's find a common ground with cancers. No, sure. say, so no, he's a cancer. He is nothing like that. He's a baby. Like you can you can't really say he's nothing like that because he's a baby. So you don't know. And he's an independent baby. If he was on the Sims, that's what kind of baby he would be. He would be independent. But he loves being around his family. He's always smiling. Janice is a cancer. Speaking of, she just called in. And we're going to call her back. We spoke her up. But she is definitely family-oriented. Very close to her brother. There may be some truth here. Okay. Now, cancers have a reputation for being nurturing and emotional. Definitely emotional, for sure. And while Leatherface' outward appearance, his mask made out of human skin. May seem like the work of a cold blooded killer. Over the course of the franchise, Leatherface reveals himself to be quite the sensitive soul. In Toad Hooper's original 1974 film, we see Leatherface adopt the maternal role in the cannibalistic Saw family, wearing an apron and several women's faces. Like many Cancers, Leatherface has a tendency to take on other people's problems, be it Drayton in the first two films or Marnie Hewitt in the remake. Cancers are homebodies who like to keep traditions, and that includes decorative corpse art alive. And if There's one thing that defines Leatherface throughout his various reboot and big screen incarnation. It's his inescapable attachment to his messed up flesh munching family. Oof, oof, oof. All right, we're moving along to my sign and Zaya's sign. And your aunt's sign, and your father's sign. Is that it? Is that everybody? I think I think I did everybody. Okay, so we are Patrick Bateman. Leos are known for their enormous confidence and love of attention. And narcissistic Wall Street stockbroker Patrick Bateman is all about being perceived envied, and admired. The anti-hero of Mary Heron's 2000 film, American Psycho, obsesses over his image, constantly preening and amassing the social trappings to dominate his coworkers and assert his superiority. Those born between July 23rd August 22nd have a tendency to be a bit vain. Okay. And for Bateman, his carefully curated image mask, a deep, dark secret, a murderous tendency, slowly leaking out beneath all those face masks, tailored suits, and impressive bone white business cards. All right, Royal... Do you agree with this? I'm not gonna look at you just in case you do. Do you agree with this? Do you vote? This is a Leo. No. No. Okay. And why? Why do you disagree? <laughs> no, all the Leos that I know, they, they don't know about their suits. Well. Okay. I will say we are very confident. What you guys consider narcissistic, we consider confidence, okay? And I don't have to be admired or envied. I would prefer not to. I prefer to fly below the radar. But, again, I'm not your typical Leo because I have other circumstances that make me a Leo. So we can move on. Now, Leos are the ambitious sort. And unfortunately for his victims, Bateman's true ambition lie not in the office, but on the sharp end of an axe. Luckily for Bateman, Leos are great performers. For a while, he's able to go through the motions and mimic his peers to conceal his depraved desires. Leos like to feel important. And for Bateman, that means cultivating an inner narrative that paints him as the smartest deadliest person in every room pride is a leo's most prominent sin and bossing them around or challenging them is an absolute no-no which poor paul allen finds out the hard way all right so i'm going to defend my sign a little bit right okay because we are very ambitious And it's not our fault that we often have the answers. I'm not going to say all the time
0: because that's narcissistic
1: and I'm not narcissistic. But we often have the answers. So most people paint us as know-it-alls, which I'm not a know-it-all. I just know a lot of stuff. Now, we're going to move on to Virgo's. You know Virgo. Miss Kim, she's a Virgo. Norman Bates. Woo Now. Methodical, efficient, industrious. Plenty of Virgo traits lend themselves perfectly to the hospitality industry. But in the case of Norman Bates, the unhinged villain of Alfred Hitchcock's Hitchcock's psycho, all those exacting standards had a different and decidedly more morbid purpose, namely disposing of the bodies killed by mother, Norman's alternative personality. And the psychic embodiment of his overbearing, now mummified matriarch. His mama dead, y'all. Killed his mama. And then he embodies her. And he go around killing people as her. Yeah. Yeah. Norman Bates is crazy. But do you agree that he is a Virgo royal? (laughs) oh I'm laughing guys because you can't see Royal's face but Royal is in shock because (laughs) she did not know who Norman Bates was until I read the synopsis and broke down who he is now will you agree Yes. All right. Now, on his own terms, mother excluded, Norman exhibits a host of traits typical of those born between August 23rd and September 22nd. He's persnickety, tangled up in a web of anxiety, and has a plan for just about anything. Let's say this much. If the way he cleans up after the unfortunate shower incident with more Ma- <laughs> I wish you would stop looking at me like that, Royal with Maureen Crane is anything to go by Norman totally embodies his sign. Virgos are perfectionists and clean freaks. You know, exactly the kind of people who'd be really good at cleaning up a crime scene. Ultimately, that same finicky, judgmental attitude is what keeps Norman under the thumb of his mother's domineering spirit. She helps him maintain and pers- perverse sense of control. And sure, it's a little inconvenient to have your mother kill every woman you're attracted to. But hey, at least the Bates Motel. Always looks thick as fan. Woo! Now we're going to move on to the Libra. Now, well, you know, quite a few Libras. We just had a new addition added to the family, Kyrene Jr. He's a Libra. His mom was a Libra. My mom was a Libra. Your cousins are Libras. Yeah, so we got quite a few Libras. Got quite a few levers in the family. Gosh darn it, levers are so dang likable, even when they're gnawing off a chunk of a prison guard's face. They still manage to make you root for them, (laughs) but the two palmer, despite his rampant cannibalism, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, this is unshakable
0: possibility
1: and appreciation for the kind of things of life, father being fiancé, the life is going against the part of the church. No time at all to her, but it's the good doctor's judgment that really solidifies his and with the community. Is is a little is a little concerning for me, Royal. Would you agree with the okay, not with the villain part of it, but how they describe Libras. You wouldn't agree, really? You don't think Jay is a charmer and rampant? You know, not the eating people, of course. We, no, we don't do none of that. No cannibalism here, but I'm just saying, as far as the charming, you know, charismatic personality, people root for them anyway. People love them anyway. Of course she says what she has on her mind, but people still love her for it. They still root for her. They still want her to win. Now, Libra. Is representative by the scales of justice and ideals of balance, harmony, and fair play are deeply important to those born between September 23rd and October 22nd. Yes, we are still in Libra season, so if you guys listen to Cook on Positivity on any other platform, you know. We do our zodiac corner on Fridays, and we are still in Libra season. Now, for all of those refinement and even temperament, Dr. Lecter fancies himself judge, jury, and executioner of those he deems sinful from the Nazi soldiers who ate his sister in Hannibal Rising. Two wealthy child molesters in Hannibal to anyone with the audacity to get in his way. Liebers are also known for being good at seeing every side of a conflict. And as a psychopathic serial killer who frequently assists FBI profilers with
0: locating and bringing down
1: other psychopathic serial killers, Dr. Lecter knows a thing or two about playing the moral field In the end, Libras are desperately afraid of being alone, but if your gut is full of other people, are you truly alone? All right, so let's break this down, shall we? Because as you heard, Royal and I are related to and know a ton of Leos. Libras, Lord, we do know a ton of Leos too, but we're on Libras right now. Now... I can agree that Libras have a a good sense of seeing sides of conflict. But they do act as judge, jury, and executioner because if there is a topic that they feel they are correct on, it does not matter who it is, they will speak their mind get their word across, and they will kind of persecute you at the same time because they feel like they have a stance on the situation. And it doesn't matter (laughs) what you think about the situation because once the Libra gets into the situation, it's no longer your situation. It's their situation too. So I can definitely agree with that. Now we're gonna move on. Now we know some Scorpios. We know a couple. Sonya, cousin Gino's, Scorpio. Yep. We you know we know a couple of Scorpios. Now Scorpios have a reputation for being enigmatic and hard to read. <clears throat> Lord. They're powerful, but unknowably to most folks, they come into contact with putting up a mask, as it were, to protect their private selves. This has Michael Myers written all over it. Those born between October 23rd and November 21st are totally okay with uncomfortable silences that can be unnerving to others. Now, Knowing now that Gino, he's the Scorpio, and Tanya is the Scorpio, do you agree with Michael Myers in the synopsis? Yeah, because he was very charismatic and out there and all of that bubbly stuff. Not how they describe the Scorpio. Now, now or the notorious mask lasher of. Candyfield, Illinois, though silent is golden rule. The fact that Michael Myers doesn't make a peep while he's slashing his way through babysitters and escape final girls make him all the more mysterious. Another key characteristic of any Scorpio worth their salt. After murdering his older sister at the age of six, Michael grows up in a sanctuarium, only to escape and return to his hometown to get back to his murderous roots. Decked out in an ominously pallid Captain Kirk mask, Michael Myers' stoic, silent demeanor is enough to send shivers down any psychiatrist's spine. The primary antagonistic of the Halloween franchise is relentless, like any self-respecting Scorpio refusing to stay down, let alone stay dead. Being trapped in a burning hospital, eh, just walk it off. Falling down a mine shaft in Halloween 4, nothing passing out for an entire year won't fix. No, Really. And unabashed Scorpio Michael is silent but deadly. It's like a bad fart. All right. Now we're moving on to Sagittarius, or as Royal likes to call her sign. Now, Royal's sign has been deemed for Pinhead. Those affiliated with the ninth sign of the zodiac are known for being wanderers. Sagittarius is desperately hungry for knowledge and new experiences. And Pinhead from the Hellraiser films knows a thing or two about craving new sensations. Originally introduced in Clive Baker's 1987 film Hellraiser. The Hell Priest, later dubbed Pinhead, is the leader of the Cenobites, a group of extra diminishable, sadomatistic beings devoted to the pursuit of supernatural Hinduism. All right. Now, I know I just said a whole lot of words that you don't even know, but do you agree that you are a wanderer and you're always hungry for knowledge and new experience? Wandering guests. Wandering guests? I'm not sure about the new experiences. You don't like new experiences? No? What about the seeking knowledge? Yes I tell you, a whole bunch of stuff. you do tell me a whole bunch of stuff you definitely do and it's it's a lot sometimes but I get it because I crave okay we're gonna move on all right and Sagittarius is not content with contentment and neither is pinhead a former human who devoted himself to the expansion of human sensory experience. there is no pain or pleasure. For the Cenobite, rather they are, as Pinhead puts it in the first film, explorers in the further regions of experience. They like to stick needles and things inside of people, yeah, for the pain of pleasure. I was just explaining to Royal because her face, is saying that she is not with this. But (laughs) sure, this exploration means having your soul torn apart over and over and over again for eternity. But for the fervently curious truth-seeking, sometimes you have to go beyond earthly limits to approach satisfaction. Those born between November 22nd and December 21st might see themselves in pinheads, ruthless empirism, and pursuit of intellectual and physical wanderlust. The warrior poet Sagittarius inconsolates a relentless drive for freedom. The sun's intense belief that they can transcend. The limitations of reality often makes it hard for them to accept the mundane world. So, why not become a dimension-wandering hell priest committed to expanding the sensory limits of pain and pleasure? Wander on, Pinhead. Wander on. We're going to move on because there's nothing left to say. Unless you want to add something about your sign, defend your sign, or whatever. That
0: last part wasn't true
1: at all. You don't think it's true? Wow. But well, he doesn't just like pain. He likes to transcend pain. He likes to move past pain and go to another plane. Like, you like to learn about new things, and you like to surpass those things. We're going to move on. All right, now we're moving on to the Capricorn. Now, Capricorns, you know a ton of Capricorns as well. Your godmother's a Capricorn. Your uncles are Capricorn. Your aunts are Capricorn. Aaron's a Capricorn. Capricorn's all over the place. Now, ambitious Capricorns get stuff done. And if one slasher villain deserves to be horror's employee of the month, it's Jason Voorhees. The hulking, unkillable big bad of the Friday the 13th franchise is a master of his discipline. Sure, that discipline is killing lusty teens, but with 12 movies under his belt, and one of the highest body counts in slasher history, you can't argue with the results, indeed, like those born between December 21st and January 20th, Jason is propelled through life with an unflappable sense of duty, in his case, to do the decapitated mama proud and judging by the way that her refrigerated skull is grinning we'd say Old oh, pamela is awfully pleased with her son's productive streak now would you agree that most capricorns we know are very task oriented and they like to achieve goals, and they would be employee of the month, if it was considered a job. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now, like many Capricorns, Jason is pragmatic and uninterested in being the center of attention. A jumpsuit and a hockey mask may not be the fanciest getup, but... When you're prowling through the marshes of woods, of camp, Crystal Lake, dressing sensible is a must. Capricorns love to be the best at whatever they attempt. And when it comes to massacring teens and coming back from the dead many, many times, no one's got Jason B. His steadfast determination is what makes him a force to be reckoned with. He's an unstoppable entity with a can-do attitude and a prolific legacy to show for it. Add a machete to the mix, and you have a cosmetic match made in hell. Moving on (laughs) to the Aquarius. Now, we don't know a lot of Aquarius. But Jigsaw, or John Framer, makes this list as our Aquarius. Ah, Aquarius, the 11th sign in the zodiac, is known for producing visionaries and progressive keenly interested in making the world a better place. They're burdened with a weighty social conscience and a fervent sense of idealism. And when it comes to horror villains desperate to make the world a better place, you need to look no further than Jigsaw. Now, because we don't know a lot of Aquarius, I can't really ask you if you agree with this. But what I will ask you is do you know any Aquarius outside of The people I know. No, not a one. All right, moving on. (laughs) John Kramer, John Kramer, aka the Jigsaw Killer, is the primary antagonist of the Saw franchise. After facing down his depression regarding his terminal cancer diagnosis, Kramer gains a newfound appreciation for his own mortality and vows to dedicate the rest of his life to sharing that appreciation with others. And by share, we, of course, mean subjecting, unexpecting people to horrifying, deadly torture traps that test their will to live. Hey, we said that Aquarius is an idealistic, we didn't specify sunshine and rainbows. No. Jigsaw style is more rusty bear traps and pits full of used syringes. You know, classic tools to better humanity in need. indeed, like many born between January 21st and February 18th, jigsaw is more into the concept of people than specific individuals. While Kramer's past as a civil engineer, building homes for low-income families is a distant memory. In his own warped way, he remains a humanitarian of sorts. Till the bitter end. And last but not least, we have Pisces, which on this list lands Candyman, Daniel Robitel. Now, I don't think we know any Pisces either. But behind his vengeful spirit and brutal capacity for violence and being, we cannot stress this enough, full of beasts, Daniel Robitel, a.k.a. Candyman, has a wildly tragic past compared to his villainous peers. The son of a former slave, Robitel, a renowned painter, was commissioned to treat a portrait of the virginal daughter of a wealthy landowner. When the painter and his subject fell in love and had a child out of wedlock, a lynch mob horribly mutilated and murdered Robitel. The painter's ghost now plagues those who question his existence, swamping a deadly urban legend that haunts inquiring minds to this day. Now, I do not recommend anyone try this out in your mirror because... This urban legend may really come true. Now, mystical, article, and adaptable. What truly makes Candyman a force to be reckoned with is his warped sense of reasoning. A true Pisces, Candyman is prone to dream and fantasize. And in his case, these imaginative leaps involve believing that in spilling fear into his community, And taking lives is due payment for his own misfortune. Like those born between February 19th and March 20th, Candyman feels things very strongly. These feelings mostly include a sense of betrayal, vengeance, and an intense desire to have his legend perpetrated until the end of time. While his artistic inclinations and dreamy outlook on life certainly pay Candyman as a Pisces, it's his reputation, alive and dead, as a hopeful romantic that seals the deal. Candyman wears his heart on his sleeve, mostly because his chest is just ribs and bees. There you have it, folks. That is it for this zodiac list if you are listening if you have any questions feel free i hope i I hope everybody enjoyed this rendition thank you guys for chiming in nick l said 25 year old here who loves pinhead and hellraiser I appreciate your comment, and he says, absolutely, reminds him of his ex. All right. Nick will definitely hit us up and let us know what parts remind you of your ex, and thank you for tuning in, and we will be doing Saturday Vibes from here on out. I will always have a guest or a story from one of my family and friends. So be sure to tune in. And I hope everybody has a great and positive rest of their Saturday.
0: We do promotions like no other. Take advantage of this unique advertising experience. Not only do you get an original promo on our podcast, but you get an amazing creative social media post to accompany your promo. We have promotions for everyone, from authors to consultants. We want to work with you. So, take the time to check out our packages and let's grow together today. Hey family. During this time, a lot of people are looking for ways
1: to make some extra coins. Well, I'll tell you that affiliate marketing is definitely the way to go. Acorns has a promotion this week. If you Sign up, invest $5, and invite five people. You will get $1,000 dropped into your account. For more information, for the link, visit us at Cooking with Positivity for listeners and guest connections. Until next time, family, peace.
0: Hey CWP family! We know that you have products, as well as businesses, and even podcasts that you would like to promote. We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support our fellow entrepreneurs, businesses, and podcasters. So we created some great packages for you. With our PRP package, you can get your product business podcast promoted right here on Cocoa Positivity for only $50 as well as social media posts to accompany your promo so don't wait get your PIP package today are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show be sure to like subscribe Zyke McCoy.com. so make sure you join this positive movement we would love to hear your story I hope you guys enjoyed this episode be sure to tune in next Saturday for Saturday Vibes live on Bullhorn also be sure to play our fun free Friday games we have Finish the Lyrics, available right now on all social media platforms. And we have our story. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend.